giving Isabella far too much credit. I have a question, please. Um, what would you do with leftover communion at church as a kid? There is a right answer. <laughs> there is a right answer? There is a right answer. Oh, shoot. You know, I don't think I've ever actually been in a situation where I've been like the one with the leftover communion. Mm. But if for some reason uh, that did fall into my hands, I imagine it would probably just, I, I, I feel like I would definitely eat a lot of the crackers. Mm. I'd, I'd eat like a, like a good like, chunk of those, like a solid cup maybe. Okay, you're a crackers guy? Yeah. I was definitely a grape juice guy. I was like, yeah, interesting. I, I, mean, maybe, maybe, it had to, maybe it had to do with like the exact like brands that our churches would buy, whatever it was, but I don't know. I, mean, I, I love their crackers. I do not like the grape juice. Mm. No way. What about you, Grace? Um, well, when I was a kid, my mom, like, if there was anything, like, left over, she would, like, like, she'd be like, no, you can't have any of that. And so, I don't know what I would do, but I would definitely eat it behind her back because mm. they were good. Because we always had Korean bread as our, instead of crackers, oh, and they were, like, the sweet. Stuff. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Yeah. Um, my, like, home church, we do communion once a month. Yeah. So it was, like, a special time. And like it was always a rush to get out of kids' ministry to like rush over and like see whatever was left over and just like a mad dash. I like I just would not eat the crackers. I was like, I don't care. Give me like these juice. <laughs> shut, shut, shut. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Um that note. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Podcast. Um today I'm here with Caleb. I'm here with Grace. Um and we are all pastors' kids. That's cool. Um, and very interesting. Um, I don't know, phenomenon. It's it's something else, but um Caleb, Grace, would you like to like tell the, the world, all like two listeners at home, who you guys are, a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, um, I'm Caleb. I, uh, I'm a senior studying film and TV production and uh, screenwriting over here at SC. I, um, like Matthew said, I am a bachelor's kid. Uh, I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, where uh, I wasn't born there. I was born in San Diego, but I have lived uh, over 15, 16 years in San Antonio. That's where I definitely call home. And... Uh, I've been a pastor's kid, I think, since, I want to say, 2007 or so, um, when, my, when my dad was ordained there. Um, but yeah, it's been an adventure, for sure, and one that I've actually thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed, and I'm glad it's brought me here. So that's, that's, that's me so far. Yeah. Um, hello, I'm Grace. I'm a junior studying pharmacology and drug development at SC. Um, I'm from Alabama. I was originally born in L.A., and my dad decided to uh, grow a church in Bama, so I was a pastor's kid since I was born. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm a sophomore studying journalism, um, and like, yeah, my dad was already a pastor before I was born, um, and he uh, pastored a church in Maryland for a little bit, and then uh, right before he had my sister, my older sister, he moved back out to LA, um, and he's been here ever since. Um, moved a few churches a few times, but yeah, we're here now. Um, so I know 
you said 2007 is when your dad. I want to say so. It was definitely before 2010, but I honestly don't remember the exact year. But 2007, 2008, or up there. Mm. All right. So like for you, you like didn't straight grow up in like no. pastor kid life, but um, still like I think being a pastor's kid, it's like a very unique, special niche kind of like experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe starting off to like explain kind of what it's like for because I feel like I have a lot of yeah. um, Christian friends, people who have grown up in the church, but I think being a pastor's kid is like a little bit of a different level to that like how do you guys feel like your lives have been like different or like childhood growing up as pastor's kids Mm, i would say it was definitely a lot of expectations for sure um and like when people hear you're a pastor's kids and they're like oh like then you must be like something like this like you must be perfect or like be like your parents um that's like the kind of pressure that i grew up with Mm -hmm. and so like when I like make friends at school, it's like you have to keep mindful of like who I make friends with because there's a lot of like stereotypes and stuff like that going around. Yeah, yeah that, that's I'd agree with that. It's put pretty well. I um like, as far as how like different I guess it is. Like, I think like the biggest thing is just like knowing that there's a lot of eyes on you. Um, whether that, that actually takes form in anything like that you see or like you feel tangibly, um, I guess that differs. Uh, I can, then, like my experience, like at the church that I went to, at Calvary Chapel, San Antonio, like it was, it was awesome. I really, really enjoyed it, and that's like still my home church. I call it. Um, I think in terms of like being like a pastor's kid specifically, I um, I'd say that it wasn't like a bad experience for sure. For sure, like um, it was a relatively small. It is a relatively small church, especially compared to like the ones we go to here, mm-hmm. um, and because of that, like everyone basically knows everyone. I think like maybe like the biggest pressure uh definitely like just like because people do like watch you like they watch like what you're what you're doing and like how your life is and how it's um like reflecting christ and if it is um you know, a lot of people know your 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 parent uh so like it's i think like people assume that it says a lot about um who they are based off of who you are which can and can be true so mm-hmm. that's really like my take on yeah i feel it like Everyone knows you, um, I think. Like my dad uh, was an English pastor at this church that um, my grandfather helped like plant, and like he was a pastor at. And like my mom's dad was a pastor, so like everyone in my immediate family is a pastor's kid. And so like there'd be people being like, "Oh, I remember like when you were like in the womb," and, like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah. like or like I remember when you were this tall," and I was like, right. "Oh, like look how big you were now." I'm like, "Ah, oh, yes, yes," like that kind of thing, you know. Um, and I think so. That was like kind of. Probably as a little kid, I was like, cool, like, oh, everybody knows me, like, I run this place, that kind yeah. of thing. It's like a stupid five-year-old. Right. Um, it's definitely like that kind of thing where, like, like a family, I think people are probably familiar with the feeling of, like, being at a big family gathering, and you meet this one aunt who's like, hey, like, do you remember me, whatever it is? And you <laughs> don't remember them? And I feel like that that's, like, what church kind of becomes, if you, especially growing in it, because, like, everyone knows about you and your name and your life story, but you don't. A lot of times, at least for me, I don't really know too many like of the older people, so mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, um, but I do think like for like the congregation as a whole, I think for me definitely that became like a second family. Yeah, very much so. Like, cause, like yeah. you are there all the time. Like you know, you, uh, I would go early with like my dad and my mom. Like my right. mom was on worship team. My dad was like preparing for like sermons and stuff. Like, and you stay later and like for like different fellowships right. and like family groups or like stuff like that. Um, so like that was something I think is a really a big blessing, like mm-hmm. having that um, second family. Um, I know, like yeah. it's been similar to reality, but yeah, that's been really sweet for me. I think. Yeah, yeah I totally relate to that. Um, 
I remember when like my parents were busy with something like church work or they're like attending to other church members like some church members would take me in and they would like take me to places like they would like take shopping with me and so it's like a huge family mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that completely you know it's like you it's people are like very welcoming and everything and just getting like, to know them better and like being like attached to that like, I I, I think like I honestly spend like outside of like sleeping hours I think I spend just as much time like at church and around those people that I did like at my actual house so I, I think that's like it really is like a family like a second home growing up there mm-hmm. yeah so in that like watching our like fathers um kind of lead um like a congregation and do ministry on like a teaching and leading scale um how is like your perspective of what like our dad's do for a living, like change as you've grown up? Cause I feel like when I was a little kid, it was just like, well, like this is just kind of what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now like, I think my perspective on like my dad's just calling in life has been very different. And like, I think I have so much more respect for him now. And like, I'm like, wow, um, I don't know if that's been similar for you guys. I think growing up for me personally, I had a pretty strained relationship with my dad. Um, and it was due to because like, there was like so much like pressure in the church on like for him to be a like a holy man or something and so like he kind of also put that pressure onto me to like make sure that I behave and everything in church and so like I would say I'm a Christian and I just like go to church and then like during the week I'm just like doing whatever like I don't like keep in mind of anything and um yeah it was like not the best relationship but um like as I like grew older, um, actually when I graduated high school, like my dad like sat me down and he like explained everything, like why we had this strained relationship. And like, it was just a really nice conversation. And then like from that like point towards, like I started to like really understand like why he was called to be a pastor. And like, yeah, I just like had a lot of respect for him. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah, I love that. I, um, I think like growing up, I, I definitely do like, share you guys as like your, your sentiments in terms of like, like as you mature like you realize like how 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 big responsibility like pastoral ministry particularly is and like all that that entails um that's definitely something that I didn't really like fully grasp when my dad became a pastor i remember like like for a little bit more context like for us like being uh me and my just me and my little sister i was like five whenever we moved from well me and my sister and my parents we, we moved together from uh, California from Fremont all the way to San Antonio randomly and it was because my parents were called by God to do that and that was like something that I didn't comprehend for a long time I still don't fully uh, understand and see like I know it was like calling from God and everything but it's, it's crazy like they're like at a point where they, they had that much faith to, to do that and I think like growing up now like I, I definitely like see I mean I, I've always seen like the, the fruit of that and being able to be a part of that um, but since like I just like being in college and everything, like understanding the circumstances are better and how much like how much faith I really took has been huge. Um, as far as like my relationship with my dad, like it, it's been great. I um I remember like even like being young and everything, and I was like a jerk in elementary school. I was really rude to people, but um he had like a lot of patience with me and and, and helped me like to to see and understand and better understand like uh, people's viewpoints and and how it's better love them like Jesus would. Um, and those are like things that I definitely took for granted for a while, but, um, like growing up, hitting middle school, high school, even like I got a lot closer to him for sure. And 
even as like he was progressing in ministry and, and meeting more people and being stretched and I can say the same was happening to me and now like we, we have a really great relationship I'd say like uh, even being like apart from my family and everything it's um, been difficult for sure but I, I miss them like a lot um, it's actually my dad's birthday in two days which is kind oh, of crazy yeah. Yeah, on Tuesday Damn. Um, happy early birthday yeah I know like, I, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah it's uh, it's been an adventure and I, I, I miss my family I uh, I'm excited to see them soon and I yeah it's, it's I've been really blessed with the relationship I have with my dad Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with like the patience thing. Mm-hmm. I think I was similarly like just a dumb, dumb kid. Like, yeah. wow, I was so dumb. And I think also um, going to like every Sunday school, being there every week, oh. and like going to like the youth groups, like, I, I, like it created a pride and self righteousness in me, like 100%. I was like, oh yeah, I know all the Bible stories. Like, we had like this like semi annual like uh, Bible trivia thing in the children's ministry, and I'd be winning that every single time. Cool. And, and like, <laughs> and like, I was just like, Hey, look at these other kids who only come like on Easter or like every other week. Oh I was like, I was like really terribly self-righteous. And yeah. like, I just like had so much pride and I was like, oh yeah, look at me. Um, and a lot of times like looking back, I was like, I'm like the star of the show, this kind of thing. And yeah. um, there are so many times when I think like I was not as really, but like just did not support my dad um, well, I think. And like seeing now, um, like my dad has told me something like, the only way I can have like the encouragement to continue like serving as a pastor for this long is because of like the the great calling that I have from God that like I cannot not obey right um and like I don't know just looking back like wow how much harder I have like made it on him by like yeah. messing around or like um just like not being a good like son who like honored his um, mother and father and like who would just get like, create extra stress in when, when like there were things that like I like were beyond my comprehension of um, what was going on for him. So like now, I like just really appreciate my dad for being extremely patient in that. And like now, I think um, coming to college and I think doing just like a smidgen more of like ministry and stuff like that. And now, now I'm coming to him with questions and we're talking more um, in general. And like he is still very patient with my questions and my understanding. And this is probably like things like I'm coming to like realizations I'm coming to now. Like yeah, he's been like sitting this for like thirty five years and he's like yeah, um, <laughs> and. Like, I don't know, I think I'm just a lot more, like, in respect and, like, um, yeah, like, not awe, but, like, respect of, like, my dad and what he's done for, like, the last 30-something years of his life. Um, and Father, if you if you listen to this, bro, I'm sorry for being, like, a, a bum <laughs> no, for it's okay. so long. But, um, yeah. But I know, I think another curious thing about, like, being a pastor student is, like, it's like a whole family thing. When, you're, like, you're a pastor, like, it's hard to do that in like a fractured family and I think like our moms are also a huge part of that like a lot of like sacrifice and encouragement yeah. and support like how have you guys kind of like seen your your moms like supporting or loving or leading or in the same way yeah at least, at least for myself like I it's like the work my mom has done uh, for our family and for my dad is like a lot of things I feel like are really like underappreciated but like it takes just as much strength if not more like, mm-hmm. what, she, what she's doing and like this is like a saying, I forget who said it. Um, just like that, like, you know, like behind, like, like under every like, man, like, the head, there's a man that's the head of the house. There's, like, there's a strong woman who's like, who's like the neck and supporting her. And, like, and I feel like my mom has definitely been, um, she's been just as faithful in ministry, um, thankfully. And like getting to see, like, her examples is just as, been as, much, as impactful in my life as my dad's has been. Mm-hmm. I think, like, in a lot of ways, my dad's, like, being a pastor, like, it's been like, 
definitely more like explicit ministry, like in the ways of like, like he's, he's like his, his position as a pastor, right? He's he's working and like he he like spends time doing that. But my mom was mainly like for a good portion of her life. Like I think like after my sister was born, really like she was she's just been a stay at home mom for the most for the most part since then. But like us like growing up, my youngest sister, I feel like younger sisters, but my youngest sister now is uh, in fifth grade and ever since like she went and started going to school, my mom's been spending more and more time just being around the church and, and being in ministry as well. Um, she and my dad like do a lot of counseling and things like that and so like for, for people and like marriage counseling and things like that and, and other ministry related things. But she, um, it's something one of those things that she doesn't have like a, an official position and she doesn't have like any like, like explicit role that she's like fulfilling but she's doing like so many different things that like i said before like just i feel like aren't as easily appreciated or as easily like seen at least and being like the eldest son um i've gotten to see uh how like she has time and time again like been there to support my dad and uh and to um, like be be faithful in that way and and by doing that and being by there for me and my sisters she's um, definitely like been like a pillar in our family and i'm really grateful I agree. I feel like um, a lot of times like I've seen my mom take on responsibilities in order to like free my dad up for like ministry or like so he can yeah. focus on like helping other people. Like um, I think childcare is like a huge one, like making it like spending time with me and my sister so that my dad can like not have to like or pick us up or like cook this or like do this for us. Um, and that was like definitely huge. And also like when hosting like events or like um, Bible studies or stuff at our, our house, like she's in like the back doing the, the dirty work, like cleaning stuff up and like, so that my dad can be present with like the people there. Um, and I think it's um, something I didn't realize when I was younger, but like seeing my mom and dad like team up to like, they're like fighting on different fronts, but like to, like, to allow the same thing, um, especially in like hosting things. I think it's uh, very much like they're on the same page of like, they can do like do this little like like eye contact head nod of like oh yeah that needs to get done so like and they'll, they'll go do it and like that's i don't know i think that's really cool um but yeah i've definitely like enjoyed seeing my mom do that and something that i think like i kind of struggled with in high school i was like mom like it seems like like your entire life is just like built around like supporting like dad like this is weird and like i, I went to a very like liberal high school and this was a time when i was like Hey, you're like, what the heck, bro? Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I would kind of like always be asking my mom, like, oh, isn't there like something more that you're kind of like looking for? Like, or, like she's a preschool teacher and like, like she likes kids, but she, she like ain't really trying to do that, trying to do that. Um, but, and so I'm like, mom, like, you know, haven't you ever like wanted to like do this or that or that kind of thing? And I think it's something that like I'm only starting to realize now, but she told me a long time ago, it's like, like I've been like called to support and like encourage and like help in dad's ministry in like the best way I can. And sometimes that means like making sacrifices for things that like I want to like better like the glory and like the work of God. And I think like that's a, like what a sacrifice that is like to to make like, and I think like that's something that I've seen from my mom like where she's been humble and that like she's given up her like potential goals or aspirations um, to like help my dad, but ultimately to like serve God. And I think that's something that's very like a noble example to like follow. Yeah. I definitely relate to that. Um, 
both my mom and my dad were pastors in training together and so my mom was about to be a pastor herself until she met my dad and then she like sacrificed that position to become a pastor's wife um and so yeah i just like grew up seeing her she would always be like managing like the children's ministry or she would like like organize like the cooking and like making meals for the church members or like even like um doing events like um serving like the homeless around town um yeah and i just like look at her and i'm like how does she like balance that and like raising me and my younger brother it's like kind of crazy um but like i don't recall a moment where she never like left me or daniel like or my younger brother sorry um and so like yeah she's always like been like so caring and attentive towards like me and my younger brother but also at the same time like doing her duties as like a pastor's wife and like serving everyone else and so like it's been really cool just like seeing her do all that yeah awesome. i know we've all talked about siblings like caleb you have three sisters um grace you have a younger brother i have an older yes. sister um and i think it's definitely like different than like being a pastor like it's only child pastor kid yeah. like um this is like an experience that we're able to like share with yeah. our siblings and with other people um and i know for me like i'm like close in age with my sister she's only two years older than me and so like um there's like a difference in there like with your sisters right um but i very felt much felt like oh it's like something that we're kind of sometimes complaining sometimes like enjoying together um what was it like with your like siblings in because i feel like i had a lot of like side conversations with like my, my sister like oh like why we gotta go do this or, like, we gotta go like <laughs> to bro. this person's house or like this chance yeah. like dinner or whatever like bro and <laughs> i like at like pastor's retreats it's like hey a bunch of old people like me and my sister chilling on the side right and i don't know it's definitely experience like yeah. i i don't know really how to explain it but like have you guys kind of like felt that and stuff oh absolutely yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean like like it's like immediately jumps out to me like almost like every service like my dad would like like We'd be like one of the like last people there because my dad either or one of the other pastors usually, but a lot of times it was my dad who was closing the church at the end of the night, mm. and so it was like a Wednesday night service or a Friday night service or a Monday night, whatever it was. And me and my my all three of my sisters are just there, just like standing by the car, um, just waiting for him to, to finish up because he was talking to someone who, who really needs to be needs to like accompany or really needs like to be ministered to. Um, now I know that now, but like mm. um, like back then. I'm just waiting over in the parking lot by our car, like, Dad, why haven't you opened the car yet? We're just here, or whatever, or we just want to leave, or whatever, and it's like an hour after the service, or an hour and a half. And yeah, that's something that me and my siblings definitely, like, I guess, bonded over, uh, <laughs> complaining about ministry. Um, but um, no, the, the, I can definitely relate to that. I, like you said before, I have three little sisters. I, I totally get this wrong, I hope not. But one of them is a senior in high school, uh, the other one is a sophomore in high school and the other one was fifth and fifth grade so like definitely varying age ranges but we were all like we've all like been a part of like or at least get, like, got to see how ministry works and how my, my parents are uh, the relationship and just all of that so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um i can just remember many moments where me and my younger brother always give each other side glances Bro, yeah. <laughs> oh my but we're like um do we have to do this or like like we can just i can tell from his facial expression that he's like complaining <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah definitely like something that like i relate to you too but like this is like something that we bond like bonded over with over the years and that's how our relationship got closer it's like because of our parents and so i have to be grateful for that mm-hmm. in some sort of way yeah for sure 
And I know like earlier we kind of touched on like pressures and expectations in the church and like whether that's like serving or whether to be like appear a certain way or like have this like presentation of self of like, oh, like look at me, I'm like good little child or whatever. Um, and I know I definitely, I don't know how like mixed in this is with like just a heart to serve, but like I definitely feel like um, me and my sister like we're pushed or slash expected to like do things. I, I don't think it was something that like my parents like tried to put on me, but like my sister pretty on like, like worked like the slideshow things for like services and like, um, like we like led worship and stuff um, pretty early on. And I was like, oh, like look at like Pastor David, like your kid's doing this kind of thing. And, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, like, was that something that you kind of felt together, like the pressure? And, like, like that's something that only like the pastor's kids can understand and like kind of talk about together. Like, what was that like for you guys? Um, I think for me, my sister was like, well, like, fine, or, you know, <laughs> um, that kind of thing. Yeah, I realized, like, growing up pretty early on, I was like, this is something I can't really escape from. Like, this is going to be something that I'm stuck with for probably the rest of my life if I go to this church or continuously go to my dad's church. Um, um, there's like a little bit of like pressure, but at the same time, also a little bit of, oh, I do actually want to serve um, because um, over the years, like my church, um, it's grown like really, like it's very much smaller than it was before. There was a lot of church members in the past when I was really young. Um, and so we became like this, I guess like the subunit of like a bigger American church um, in Alabama. And so uh, my dad would like preach to the Korean like church members and then I'll walk over to the American church and then I'll be serving in the children's ministry there. And so like my dad's like, as long as you serve the church in some sort of way, like you don't necessarily have to serve my church because it became so small at that point. Like we didn't have that much like, like slides or like instruments. Like we didn't like really care much about that. So um, um, it was like sort of like a pressure but at the same time, it's like, oh, like, I want to like give back to my parents in some sort of way. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that. I um, I would, I'd have to be, I'd be lying if I said there was, or there wasn't a pressure. There definitely was, in like in our, in our church. I think like the, by far like the biggest needs as far as ministry goes was cleaning ministry, mm-hmm. and uh, children's ministry. Those are like the biggest things, and like. We talked a little bit about elementary school and how like we were jerks by this right but uh, <laughs> for me um I, I definitely like didn't have like a heart for other people at that time and uh i definitely did not want to do cleaning and like i that was like one of those things that like you know like it was kind of like a weird situation because I, not only like would i have like i guess the pressure being like a pk but also like the pressure like being like, the oldest brother too and and having the, and, and wanting to leave my parents wanted me to, to leave my sister as well too mm-hmm. it's an example for them and um, I eventually did, like, I like to say that I did, like, see the vision <laughs> behind that. Um, and that did take, a, like, a lot of forms, like, me, like, being hesitant at first. Um, I did, like, do, like, children's ministry as, like, a, um, in my church, they would uh, let, like, people who were, like, in about, like, seventh grade and, and up, like, serve in, like, things like the twos and threes and toddlers areas and things like that. Um, obviously you wouldn't be like the supervisor or anything, but you just help out whatever like they needed. And like, that was one of the, one of the things I started doing. Um, I do remember just like, like not liking it. And like, that was something that I just had to get over myself. And, um, and I guess just going back to the question, like as far as like the, the, 
the pressure and everything that was, that was definitely was there uh looking back though like i'm i'm glad it was there personally because i think it was something that, that pushed me uh like like i said like to not just get over like my own desires and my own like selfish and wants and, and laziness but also eventually like, allowed me to see like the purpose behind all of it and like see how people's lives um can be changed and, and, and can be like really like benefited through just something as simple as serving mm-hmm. sure yeah i definitely felt like maybe for me like not as much of external pressures but like i think it was like an internal one that i put on myself um yeah. partially because i think i when i was young like i idolized my dad a little bit i was like oh look at him he's like the dude who like stands in front of everyone and preaches on sundays like and everyone knows him I'm like look at look at him he's like this cool dude and like um look at us as a family we should be like this cool pastor's like holy family or whatever like that kind of thing and so for me i was like okay i need to like be like setting the pace and being like the good example or whatever um and i think once i got to college it was kind of like a maybe i can relax a little bit um i remember telling john one of my roommates like in freshman year early when i first met him um, I was kind of like, you know, like I've been a pastor's kid for all my life and like there's always been like an expectation that like I'm going to like lead or serve or do this, whatever. Um, and I think for now, I kind of just want to like hang back and be like, okay, and like not really do much, which mm-hmm. I was like, freshman year me, quite different, I think, um, <laughs> which like, um, I think there's like, there's some things that you can say about like pressures of um, like pastoral kids and like that in ministry, but I think that was me like not fully understanding the, like why we serve um for me like i think it was like an obligation growing up or like something that i need to fulfill because that's what's expected right um and i think it took a while for me to be like who am i serving and why is this like necessary and like um i think that's something that goes into another thing of like growing up in the church you hear like oh jesus died for you or jesus loves you or like this that and the other like all the time all that, like yeah the head knowledge is there bro like mm-hmm. bible trivia bro but, like mm-hmm. the like longest distance in the world is like between like the head and the heart right it's like so right. hard it's like get that like real um transformation from from the holy spirit and i think like for me as someone who is so prideful it's like i don't need that because i'm already like a goaded christian right yeah i was like yeah that's me um and that's only something i think i i struggled with and i think i it's like tough for like pastors kids and stuff because i know like my sister is not a christian now um and like she and i like we were like same experience type thing like she was also very like knowledgeable and like with the all the bible trivia and like theology and stuff um and i think like that's been tough and i'm like just so thankful for god you know like softening my heart and getting through to me um but yeah like how long did it like kind of take for you guys to be like oh this isn't just like a cultural thing that we're like growing up in with like our family or this is um, like a personal thing that I have with Jesus and that's like something that's my own and that's something that God has like yeah. transformed in me um, I'd say for myself like I, I first off like I totally relate to everything you just said like as far as like almost like what feels like it's oversaturation almost of the gospel which is impossible but um, just like me growing up in the church and everything I also went to like our, our private school um, that was part of the church oh. so like um and also, also like being like a PK, you're in most of the services, not all of them. So like I was going to three services on Sundays. We had chapel every weekday. Bible studies three three weeknights. So like I was getting like I was like getting in God's word um, at least in a congregational setting like over ten times a week. And 
I think like a lot of that definitely like, grew like a lot of pride in me at some point. Um, like you said, it's just like feeling like you know all these things already and like you're not gonna learn anything ever again. And that like these things are just like, repeated and they already know whatever it is. VBS trivia games or go hard, whatever it is. Um, but like, I think like, there's definitely like more phases in my life where like a lot of that started to get through and like me like realizing that, you know, like head knowledge is one thing, but like it's it, none of that really matters unless I have like a personal like relationship with God. And I, I'll never really forget like my youth pastor actually, um, he like, he's someone that I was like, I'm really close to still. Um, he actually lives in Washington now. Um, but like one of like the sayings that he would say all the time is that it doesn't matter how many Bible studies you're in, but how many Bible studies are in you. Mm-hmm. And that's like something that like, I was like really like struck by because I could say that I like like over a year like I'd probably be sitting in like over like two hundred fifty studies like a year or something like that. But like like how many did I did any like actually stick with me and how many did I actually like take notes on and reflect on and, and like like let soak in and like apply it later on and maybe like what ten if that and in, in the height of like me like being just caught up in myself. Um, so like in terms of the timetable like. Like elementary school, I, I didn't get it. Elementary school, uh, middle school, I, I was very similar. I was caught up in like distractions and things like that. And, but like, honestly, like at least for me, like it was like eighth, ninth grade where like I really started to get over myself. I started to like to really like really like pursue God on an individual basis. And I uh, I'm really grateful I did. I'm really grateful that God softened my heart to that because like. Um, Man, like, 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 we're accountable. It's crazy. Like, how, how much we get to hear and how much we, we know intellectually about God. It would just be a really sad thing for us, like, you know, to like not like, give really give him a shot with our own individual lives and personal lives. Yeah, I think um, for me, growing up, like listening to like Bible stories and like messages, it usually like went one ear and out the other yeah. sort of thing. So I never really like absorbed any of the information so like unlike you like i don't really know much like trivia or like facts or anything about the bible um meanwhile on my dad like my dad he like memorized the bible from like front to back like he knows like every single verse it's like crazy and so like and like he kind of like put that pressure on me to like oh like you also need to know the bible too so then i started stepping back more and more um until like i guess around senior year of high school when I was like applying for colleges and like, I don't know, just like something like during the whole application process kind of like moved me. Um, Cause it's like, it was just a very like hard time in my life. I didn't know like where I wanted to go. Like I was just really confused about, like, my, about my future plans. And then like my dad and my mom were like really supporting me through that and like giving me like the gospel and like um, just like reading to me about like, um, just like how like God is like, has a plan like and a purpose for you in your life and all of that and so like that made me realize that like all those bible messages and like those like stories that i missed out on like i actually genuinely wanted to know and so um and i realized like oh like how do i start off with that and so then like i got really interested in college ministry and like wanting to like pursue like that was my first priority when i came to usc was to find a college ministry um and to be plugged into like a fellowship and so um that's how it like drew, that's how like that like allowed me to drew closer to like how I wanted to pursue like my own individual faith, not because like what I've been growing up with and that's how like my parents' faith was like placed upon myself. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. When I came to USC, 
like I was not thinking about a Christian like organization at all. Um, I think it was kind of like the opposite. I, like when I was like applying to college, I don't think I once thought about like, hey, where does God want me? Or like, what, what does God want for my life? I was like, I don't care. Um, and like, I think that uh, like, yeah, like the base knowledge of like biblical like theology and themes were there. Um, but like, I did not like intentionally want that on my own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm like really grateful for um, like people at Challenge, especially like Josh Mora. Um, I've talked about him on the podcast way too much. <laughs> um, but like he's also a pastor's kid. Um, and like he really like pursued me well. And like I think he, he could like understand and relate to me very well. Like, like he's a pastor's kid. He's a Cowboys fan. His mom is also like a like a preschool teacher or like a like children's teacher. And like I was like, hey, yo, this guy like gets me, right? And um, I think kind of talking and getting time with him like it was able to like I think things were able to click I think I knew like everything um around like um Christianity except for like the fact that like Jesus loved me even like mm-hmm. that's like the most said sentence in like Sunday school like, ever like Jesus loves you like I just like was not able to comprehend that but like once that piece like I think because of like background knowledge and understanding of that well I don't I don't think it was understanding I just like knowledge like head knowledge but um it like made things easier to like okay like um now like i know what to do or like mm-hmm. i know what like, i have not been doing for like all this time um so that was like definitely like i think helpful like i'm, I'm grateful that i like grew up in the church to have that like knowledge so like that when things clicked and once like i was able to accept like god's love um like it made like living out and like made the response part like easier there weren't like questions like okay i know where to go mm-hmm. or, like i know what to do now um, which i think is um kind of like, interesting a little bit different than like um, if like a Brian friend like non-believer from like I don't know Mongolia was like oh I accept Jesus and they're like now what do I do now mm-hmm. um, but no yeah that's been that's been like really sweet I think um, but yeah um, I know this is like a, a general question kind of switching gears but like do you guys like or have liked being like pastors kids in general I'd say yes I, uh, for me like it's a pretty, it's a pretty resounding yes actually mm-hmm. personally like I think I kind of like shared a little bit about it before, but like I think like, like people always talk about like the pressures of like what are the, what's like being a PK and those those things are definitely true. Just being a bachelor's kid and and it's like whether it's like in your head or whether it's like actual pressure, it, it's definitely there and you feel it. Um, I also think that I wouldn't be like where I am today if I had, didn't have those pressures. Mm-hmm. Uh, like knowing that like people were going to be looking at my life regardless if I wanted them to or not. Um, it's something that it's really easy to go bitter to, and I was bitter about it for uh, uh, some time. Um, it definitely is it's definitely something that eventually pushed me forward and helped me realize that you know, like, hey, like, there's like, there's like, this, this is like a really important thing. This is like really important, like that that I have to get like my walk right, and like whether I, whether it's right or not, like it's it's there. There are other people who's um, who are going to be looking at me, and other people who are going to be like. Um, concerned or, or I don't know what the word is but other people who's like for, to some extent like the well-being of their walk is is, is going to like not hinge on what I do obviously that's not how it works but like they're going to be looking at to me as an example and that's something that like I eventually understood and I and, and I knew that that was like something that you know God placed us us three in, in those roles for, for a reason and um, yeah I'm, I'm grateful for it it's been a really good, a good, I think, experience. There's definitely like, it's definitely not all like sunshine and rainbows, but I've, I've appreciated it for sure. Mm. Yeah. 
I, if you would have asked me that question like a few years ago, I would definitely said no. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, like, I do am like I'm so appreciative of like how I was like raised and like how um, I became like the person I am today. Um, and it's like going back to that question where it's like oh or not that question like when we talked about how like the church is like a family, um, like my dad. My dad is also a pastor's kid, so my grandfather was oh, a pastor, wow. and then go. my dad's siblings are all pastors. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, oh it's my crazy. And then we have like a huge like pastors like conference thing in like in the south area, and so like my dad's all of his friends are just all pastors. So like, it's like a huge like thing. Like like I always like see like my dad's friends, and they always like give me love, and they always like you know they always like give me money or like oh, they, would, like, <laughs> they would like um just like really take care of me, and so like and just like share me like just like, so much love. Like I'm like so grateful for like everything. Um, yeah, like the pressure and everything was like definitely there, and um, like me in the past, I was like definitely into like worldly things. Like I was like very into that, and so like I did not really pay attention to my Christianity and my faith at all. But um, I think just like being resilient to that through that, and like being staying true to like my like parents and like what they believe and what they stand for, it's just like I think it was just. It's just a really good experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of the, like a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, no. Yeah, resounding no. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I think something that I've learned as a pastor's kid is like, ministry is stupidly hard. Yeah. Like, it is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've had like a lot of bitterness towards like the church. Like, um, in seventh grade, um, we had a church split because there was like a weird, like, I don't know, crazy intersection of like sexual assault thing with like stealing money from the church with like lying and like covering up. And it was like, whoa. And like at that time, like I didn't know because like my parents like didn't tell me about it, which there's, I don't know. I think they were right in doing that, like not because like I was a little child who knew nothing. Um, And like in that time, I was like really pissed because, you know, church split and like the two sides went their separate ways and like we decided to like not go with either of them um and like for a while like a couple years my dad like wasn't a pastor like didn't have a job for a little while and like like wasn't like doing pastoral work and like that was a tough time I think like my dad uh was like going through a little like midlife crisis perhaps like um and like back then I think I was really angry at him for being like not his usual self but like I think seeing it from him like his entire like calling like his entire life like that he's been given to like to god um and like up until that point like he was like oh it's gone now like i don't i wouldn't know what that's like right and um so in that time i was like just so very angry at like everyone like at god at the both sides of the church and like i think it took a couple years when i learned like what had actually happened in, in, in that and like i was like wow there are like some people that i stood up for that like hey, like, they had lied, or, like, this is actually what happened, and stuff like that, um, and I think I definitely vilified people a lot, and, like, for a while, I was, like, I just hate all things church, and, like, God, like, why? You you suck, bro, um, and, like, I think, like, looking back, um, trying to be a little, like, more level-headed about it, and, like, after, like, trying to let go of some things, like, um, like, I don't think there was, like, a clear-cut villain, which, like, surprise, life is nuanced, right, and, like, I think through that, like, learning more things, and, like, 
how things went down. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm being very vague, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, like, it's just like really hard to yeah. like lead a faithful ministry because it's tough. We like live in a broken world with yeah. like just so much sin and like yuckiness and um, like. I think in my mind, I were like, these are like evil people who are like not following God's heart. Right. Um, and like, I think like that view is wrong. Um, like these were people who were trying to like follow God well, but like we are just not good. <laughs> like yeah. we're not great. Um, and like, um, yeah, like I've, I've had so many like nighttime like rants towards like different sides and um, like basically like doing like the Psalm stuff, like doing being David like, hey, yo, destroy your enemies, God. Um, <laughs> And I think like right. that's something that I've seen is so tough. Like, um, it's hard for like the church itself to be unified in trying to serve God. Yeah. Um, and like seeing the burden that that has been like, um, like, like our parents to like serve and lead in that, um, despite like arguments and disagreements and like different scandals and things that fall out. Like, like wow, ministry is so hard. And, like, yeah. I I can't even comprehend like, mm-hmm. like how that kind of thing. Um, so yeah. I have a hypothetical question that like might be weird. Like, okay, imagine tomorrow, mm-hmm. like you wake up and you just have like the most like clear calling to God to like be a pastor oh. or be like a pastor's like <laughs> spouse or whatever. Or, like he's like, and you know, it's like it's like it's clear. Like, hey, yo, this is what God's like. What's running through your mind mm-hmm. if like that happens? Or like, yeah, I know. Like the reaction in the room is yeah. like, I feel that. Where it's like. <laughs> We can lament for a little bit. Yeah, me like I'll put I'll give a little context first, like why I'm thinking this way. But like my um whatever year it was, I remember like you know, whenever I became a pastor, like before he's uh, he's ordained, like he and my mom had a conversation with me and my two younger sisters at the time. Just about like how things are going to change and like what that meant for our family and uh, like a lot of the conversation was actually about finances too because my dad was uh, his background was actually like he was a computer engineer so he was really into like uh, CS and he had this job for this company called Rackspace uh, and he was like really he, he, we weren't like rich or anything but we were, we were I guess comfortable I guess is the word people would use um, but we were money wasn't something that we were worrying about and uh, they knew that my, my dad accepting like this full time position as a pastor my mom planning on doing something similar in ministry at the church, um, we wouldn't be making anywhere near like what we used to have. And that was like a difficult conversation. And that was, I remember, I remember like even as like a, like a 70 year old, I didn't think like too much about it, but like I know that like the next couple of years it changed a lot for like my family as far in terms of, in terms of dynamics and everything. A lot of things in a positive way, but like in terms of finances, that was difficult. Um, so my, uh, my first like, I guess thinking is like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, like, like, I mean, if I felt that calling, I'd, I'd definitely, like, I'd go to get counsel on it and then ask a lot of people about it, what they thought. And um, a lot of people, like, I look up to and everything. I'd also, like, the back of my head, or the front part of my head, I'd be thinking, like, man, like, am I going to be, like, dirt poor for, like, the rest of my life and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, luckily for me, I'm a film major, so I know that either the case is going to be true. So, so come on, <laughs> oh. No, no, So, uh, honestly, like, it's, yeah, that's something that I, I think about in terms of like I guess like action right away. That's the next steps that I would do. I don't think that I, I don't think that I'd be able. I, I'd be the kind of person that to jump out of school right away and like solely pursue that. In that sense, um, maybe I should be. 
But um, man, I don't know. And that's such a crazy question. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah, it's when, like <laughs> when you were asking that question, my mind was like, heck no. Yeah. <laughs> but um, actually, it's crazy. Like similar to your dad, like my dad also um <clears throat> was working at this company, and like he was like getting a lot of money and all of that, and so he was like financially secure mm-hmm. until like he had a calling to be a pastor, and so that's why we started to become like pastors in training and like yeah. all of that. It's like kind of crazy every time I hear that story because it like once again like back then me would be like oh my gosh why did you like <laughs> why did you lose that job to like be a pastor or whatever um so I don't know I think like my first reaction would definitely be to go to my dad I can't really go yeah. I don't think I can imagine anyone else than my dad to go to mm-hmm. um it's kind of funny because my dad also like I know I'm like in pharmacology and everything but my dad like also has a vision for me to like do like med and also missionary work at the same time and so i don't know if that's like that says anything but like yeah every time i hear that i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i think like on like the financial part like i definitely feel that like um i remember Bro, there's this one year I just really wanted FIFA 17. No, I'm like cool. the PS4. I was like, yeah. hey yo, this like I, I just really wanted that video game. And I was like, hey dad, can I, like I pre-order it? And like he was like, Matthew, I, like, I don't think we have the money for that right now. <laughs> and like when he said, I was like, yeah. And just I was like, okay, he's probably definitely gonna, like surprise me with this. Like, <laughs> no, like when it comes, I was like, um, no, I was like, yeah. There's no way like we don't have like what does that mean? It's like, um, <laughs> and I remember like for like the next few days I'd be kind of like looking around, and be like, hey yo, we're like. Do I see any like disc-shaped package or like something like, um, and didn't get it right and like that um, was like a couple of months before the church split and I was like, looking back like, yeah. I think my dad knew like he knew like what was going on and well like well I I do definitely know he knew what was going on I was like, dang like I I guess when I was like younger and that like I, I just had no concept of like the financial burdens of like being like a pastor and having a family in that and like I, I do think that there's just so many blessings and ways like people from the congregation have like helped us out or like mm-hmm. how god has provided through like yeah. mm-hmm. spontaneous like ah this or whatever mm-hmm. um and like i know like god would provide in that but like yeah like financial considerations definitely do be like mm-hmm. like i think a huge thing and also like that's also a sacrifice for like whoever you marry right because they're like in that too mm-hmm. unless you just marry like a super rich like something and then like be chilling yeah um but i definitely um i like i asked this question because i feel like that's like potentially maybe something like god has like put on my heart and my reaction was very similar to like yours like it was an expletive that i will not say because i have little cousins <laughs> who might listen to this podcast but like um it really was like yeah, like the first thing that popped in my head was like, beep. Like, yeah. I was like, no. Um, and I think that was like a really terrifying time. Mm-hmm. And it still is. Like, um, I remember like, it was at like a retreat. And then I like came back and like, I, I just like immediately like called my parents. I was like, hey, yo. Um, and like, something my dad said was like, he like didn't really say much the entire mm-hmm. time. He just like let me talk. And he was like, um, cool. Like, Maybe it's like the first step of you becoming a pastor. Maybe it's not, um, but like pray about it. And like, I'm excited for like whichever one it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom was just like, ah! like, she was like, ah! like, she was like really like concerned. And I was like, yeah, I am too. Um, so like now I, I 
don't really know what that is like yeah. um, whether God wants to like reveal that to me now or, or not <laughs> I don't uh, but like I think it honestly like still very much like terrifies me yeah like mm-hmm. it is scary but um scary. yeah who knows Dang. my parents like I remember like going that like just like watching them go through the whole process and like their main struggle was financial mm-hmm. burdens so that is a huge concern Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's why like my mom particularly pushed me to be like in pre-pharmacy because it's like you need to go to a job that's like have, like gives you a lot of money like you can't be like us mm-hmm. that's what she encouraged mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah sure I think like because um, like my dad and mom were both like pastors kids as well um, and they kind of like understand what it's like being on both sides of like mm-hmm. being in the ministry and then being like children of like the pastor yeah. people so like, they have that like full experience of like, hey, yo. Um, yeah. And so like, that is, yeah, I've talked to like my parents a lot about it and they're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, but like if God calls you to that, like, who are you to say now, right? Like, so and I'm true. like, yeah, <laughs> like, you're right. Um, so I don't know, that's like something that's kind of in the mind, but like definitely scary. Um, but like, I know like, no matter what like occupation we have, like we are called to like, um, like minister regardless mm-hmm. and like um, make disciples of all nations yeah. and like how do you feel like you guys have kind of like learned ministry or like evangelism discipleship or just like living like Jesus like from mm-hmm. your from your dad from your mom um, in that I think something like that comes to mind is like I think like I had, I had a conversation with my dad actually like I think like the year before I left for college and everything and just about like why like he was so um like intent on like on meeting new people like something like he'd always do is like anytime like he'd meet like there, there was something like he didn't recognize like he would like he'd, he'd go up to them and talk like ask about their story and everything and um like he did that on the regular and everything and i'm like how could he be like so extroverted and so like have such a high social battery <laughs> I, I feel like that's something that runs out so fast for me and i like i'm just like, like particularly like not good on like, getting to know new people um but like he like i come I, when i asked him about that he said like that like it was like in his own like selfish nature like, that was like the last thing that he'd want to do like he, he for him like he would just like sit at home all day and just like just like, spend time by, by himself whether it's like i don't know just relaxing watching movies whatever it is he was he was a filmmaker too when he was younger oh, and oh. like yeah so like he said he's he's very introverted and and that was wild to me because like i had grown up watching him for the most part in ministry doing that on the regular and that's like i didn't even know like that's like that was something that you that was out of your comfort zone and like even after all these years it's still like out of his comfort zone but he does it and like he's really really good at it too like he's known like in our church for like um having like the, like, the brightest smile and it's not that it's like fake or anything it's definitely not but it's that like he's been like so changed like by god and everything that's like and it's something like he enjoys doing now like he even though like he it takes a lot of energy from him it's something that he does so and like because he loves jesus everything so like i think like for me in terms of like learning from that um i think like like like, i i enjoy being around people i i I definitely enjoy being around people but it's it's also like i realized about myself is that i have a very low social battery and like sometimes like even when i'm at big like social gatherings and things like that where um people like or people are like i sometimes like my battery like runs out even like really really fast and like i feel like i don't want to be there anymore and they Hey, whether whatever it is, like I want to go home, or I have so much homework to do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I realize, like in those situations, like man, like 
there very well could be someone there who who needs uh, to have a conversation or someone who um, someone who's, who's hurting whatever whatever it is and like I think in those moments in the past like I've always been so quick to just give into like my own desires and just want to leave early or or just not try or just be on my phone whatever it is and sometimes I do I'm not perfect at it. I'm far from perfect but like, a lot of times I've learned now that like you know like to look beyond just like what else well whatever whatever I'm feeling and uh, understanding that there could be something there is something like greater at work there and it, potentially an opportunity for God uh, to use me in a way that he wants to. So. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, um, growing up, I watched my dad, like, literally drive, like, two to three hours to go to, like, his church members, like, mm-hmm. houses, or, like, he would, he would just be constantly serving, like, um, like, throughout the week when he doesn't like is not preparing for like sermons or anything like that he would just be like checking up on the church members like asking them like how they're doing and like um he goes like to their houses and like praying for them and then like he also like serve the homeless like he just like does like so much and like honestly like growing up and i'm like asking him like why do you do all of this like why do you not make time for yourself and he's like it's because like i just love the community and i love the people and um, this is what I'm called to do um, and I guess like it just like didn't really click back then but like seeing like how like I'm learning like from like purpose-driven life and like um, just like through challenge like how like important that is like I'm like the same like you I have very low social battery and like I sometimes I feel like I don't want to go to some events or like I don't want to like do this or that um, but then I realized like also like relating back to like my dad and like what he does it's like like we are called to do this we're called to be in a community so yeah just been learning through a lot through that and like i like even recall like my dad sometimes he's like oh like i pour in like to all these people and then like these people like leave me and they go to another church or like they abandon our church but then he's like that's not an opportunity that's not like an opportunity for me to like stop it's for me to like have a opportunity to grow in other people that need it so mm-hmm. it's been very yeah. inspirational yeah yeah I think like similarly kind of like what you're saying at the end they're like I, I don't know I think in my old young or still not old <laughs> I am still a prideful sinner um, <laughs> like uh, I think when like kind of transitioning into like thinking about ministry more and focusing on that more it's like oh I want like I want to be the one I want to be the person who, like leads this person to Christ or I want to be like like I want that person to be like point to me and be like, oh, like he really helped me out with that. And like, I think something I've learned from my dad is like, like, if you can like help someone like take one step closer to God, if, even if that's like one little millimeter closer to God, then like you've done your job, and like God will do the rest. And or, like God will send other laborers to like that person. And like mm-hmm. there have been people who like come in and out of the church, and I'm like, like we would have like young adult like small groups at our like home every like thursday and like there are sometimes you know like as a little child like you'll get attached to people like and they'll come play with you and, like there's the people who like come for years and there's people who come for like uh like i don't know three weeks and then die right mm-hmm. and like seeing how my dad like treated them all the same like regardless of like their time commitment or like he would invest in them in like a similar way and like um i'd be like that like does not make sense to me because like i like like what um but he was like I think there was this one young adult who was um, a refugee who like fled from some international country um, and like he came and like learned about Jesus and stuff and then like he kind of like uh, like 
wanted to like get asylum um, from that and like my dad like helped like write recommendation or like or whatever like oh yeah this dude is like actually like scared for like his religious like faith or life or whatever um and he did that like got that and then the dude just like left and like yeah. it was like oh wait was this dude just kind of like using my dad for like mm-hmm. just to get like the, the signature or like whatever like sign off he needed mm-hmm. and i was like dang bro that like that's tough like yeah. i <laughs> don't really like that dude no yeah. more mm-hmm. um but like my dad was like no like um like he came and like I shared the gospel with him. I shared Jesus with him. And, like, even if maybe that's not what he, like, really wanted, like, he got to encounter Jesus. Yeah. And that's, like, something that, like, if someone is placed in my life, that, like, I can have that opportunity to share with them, like, that's, like, what I'm going to do, um, regardless of what the result is. Um, like, that's not on me, right? And I was like, wow, that's, like, crazy um, to, like, have that perspective. Um, but also just like seeing how, like how he like puts so much emphasis on like staying encouraged. Yeah. Um, he says like, hey, if you lose encouragement or like if you lose that vision, then like hey, everything like if you like stop looking at Jesus, then like it's gonna be tough. Like you can't do it on your own strength. Sure. Um, and so like yeah, I feel like that is something that I've like struggled with and tried to like um, do more like seeing my dad than that. And I think it's interesting because like my dad is the opposite. Like he is introverted and like it shows in his ministry like um and like i am probably a little bit more extroverted than my dad um probably a lot of it um but like i think i've learned from him like the opposite of like hey it's like it's good to rest and withdraw and like be with god and like not have to be with people like being alone with god is like more important probably than like doing um all this like whatever and like seeing him do that like sometimes i'd be like bro dad like you should like talk to people more um he's like no like sometimes like and I think that's something that is interesting. Like, we all went to reality today, right? Like, yeah. I think, like, reality is, like, a church in, like, West Hollywood, somewhere that we go. And, and a lot of times after the sermons, um, like, I'm like, hey, that was kind of good. I need to reflect. And then also, I'm like, oh, wait, but, like, there are, like, people I could be talking to and, like, fellowship that could be had. Or, um, like, UCLA students, like, reach and, like, um, I don't know, like, build bridges with. Um, and I think something that, like, from my dad's example is, like, hey, you know, like, what if, like, if you are constantly trying to like pour out and do like what's gonna happen when like you're not getting poured into and like you're not like abiding in God. Um and so yeah. I think that's like something that I've had to learn from him of like my extrovert stuff of like, hey yo, like withdraw sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's been that's been good. Tough to learn, but like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of like another like aspect that I think is interesting is like um so like after being pastors kids, like how do you feel like the way you would raise your future potential kids like how would that like change or shift or be different um because like i don't know that's something i've thought about a lot because mm-hmm. like i like love kids like i work at a preschool i yeah. worked at summer camps in summers and stuff like that and like i definitely want to have kids i want to be a dad um but like they terrify me like so much like hey you're like like this is like you're like this is stewardship to another level bro um like you're stewarding lives right like how like ah, you know um it's like i don't know like, have you guys, like, I feel like I would be just straight terrified. I'd be like, hey, I just got to pray so much. Like, I don't, yeah. Um, I think, like, this is something I've talked to you about possibly before. Like, um, would you, like, make your kids go to church? Oh, I think we did talk about that. Um, or, like, what would be, like, the, I don't know, rule of the house there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... 
Yeah, we did talk about that. I think that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I guess as far as, like, learning from my parents and everything, like, for a little bit of context, I mean, being the oldest son, like, there's definitely, like, things that they, I guess, like, that they did with, with me um, yeah. in terms of, like, parenting and, like, just, like, ways they would do it, go about it. Uh, they learn from and now do differently with some of my younger sisters, which, I mean, sucks for me sometimes. It also doesn't suck for me sometimes. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, there's, like, uh, off purpose with that. Like, there's things like that. And one of those things, I guess, like, <laughs> it's just a, such a small thing, but like I wasn't allowed to watch like Wizards of Waverly Place and Harry Potter as a young person. Okay. Yeah, I think things like that I wasn't allowed to watch, um, which I mean I get. I mean you know, it's a parent's choice. Um, you can also it's, you can also argue that it's supported by scripture. I don't agree, but uh, but it's like things like that. Um, so I think there's definitely like, smaller I guess like parenting ideas that I would like do differently than my parents and that's one of those things um now, now they now they're cool with my sisters so like that's why i have that um i don't think there's like anything blatant or anything like really like, big that i would change in terms of like how i was raised and everything like looking back like like i said before like i'm, I'm really grateful for like just like, now i'm grateful now for like all the things that like, i learned from my parents and like the way that they, they brought me up and everything i definitely wasn't like happy about a lot of things at the time um but um I ultimately, I did learn from it. I um, I don't think I'll change anything. On the question of like, uh, like, would you require your kids to go to to go to church? I mean, I was required to go to church. I I would say yes. I would require my kids to go to do like growing up, like whether they wanted to or not. Um, and I I I I pray that they would. Um, but um, I wouldn't like really like leave that up to them. I think like like. As long as, as long as like, I guess like they're in my house and everything, as long as like they're under a roof that I'm paying for and everything, or my, or my wife's paying for, then I um I don't have any problems about making them go. Um, but um, I mean, I also I also know people who like um, that doesn't mean like every day also like or every week. Like I know I know people who like whose like sons and daughters live with them like like post college or something like that, or or even like in college years. And like they're not like required to go every week. It's just like a certain amount, like every like month or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably be something like that if that was ended up being the case. I, I definitely, I mean, like you guys, I'm sure you guys probably like agree that we'd, we'd want our kids to go if it was like we'd have the desire for them to do that. Um, so that's kind of like my take. I honestly like, I I'll also admit that's something that I haven't really like prayed too much about and like really considered as far as like you know like whenever we do get to that point, like what that might look like as far as parenting. Um, but I would say I don't really strongly disagree that my parents do. So, mm. I think in like a similar way, like I know like this question of like, oh, would you like make your kids go to church? And also like, homeschool question is like a big Ooh. question in I think Christian like <laughs> households or like people like they're just in Christians in general. Yeah. And I think like um, I've seen it like work well and work poorly in both ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's like it's going to happen like my like i am a christian my sister is not a christian and like my parents like i think they were a little more lax um like uh it wasn't ever an explicit like oh wow (laughs) coming to church with us or whatever that kind of thing um and like the there weren't like a lot of too many pressures there like we weren't homeschooled or anything um but like it can work both ways so like for me i'm like yeah like i i don't really know Um, i i think it's both ways can work in it. Like I don't really have a strong preference um, to either, but I think um, 
Well, actually, maybe, maybe I do. I don't know. I think like in my experience, like having the like background knowledge, like or head knowledge in the back of my head, even though like I don't think I was like really following or living like Jesus was for like a majority of like my like childhood life. Like having that was like very useful, and I think being exposed to the Bible and exposed to the Word um, is probably better than not. Um, so like I think I, I would just be like, all right, you come to church for you, child. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like I. Yeah, that's kind of just formulating that thought now, but I'd probably also have to pray about it and think yeah. about it more. Um, but yeah. yeah. I totally relate to you two. I would say that I wouldn't really change what my, like how my parents raised me. Raised me. Um, I guess like the one thing is maybe just like not forcing them to like serve or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, but other than that, like just like growing up as a Christian, like you already have like that kind of inherent like traits from you within you like to like you know be kind to other like other people like it like gives you like a lot of like great lessons and just like being a person in general and um hopefully like as like my child grows up then I would like pray that like God would use them for his purpose and whatnot but um yeah I think I think I wouldn't really change much from what my parents did yeah yeah I think like above all like um, like setting an example in like the household is like important too. Like like setting the example of like this Christian thing isn't like a thing on Sundays or like when you're at church or when you're at Bible study. Like I think it's really important for like the Especially husband and wife or like the mother and father to like be setting that like Christ like example mm-hmm. in like just day to day life and like how they parent and how they interact with each other and like with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the household. Which I think goes to like another interesting stereotype or idea of like um, I've been asked before, like, do you like have, or like, do you know, like the difference between your pastor dad and your dad dad? And for me, like, I was like, I'd never really thought about that. Like, um, and like other pastors, kids that I've talked about are like, oh, like they know like when my dad is talking to me as a dad or like my dad is talking to me as a pastor. And like, um, for me, I think they've always mostly been one in the same. I think my dad has tried to be like dad first and then like pastor second which I appreciate like now more so like I have more like theological or spiritual conversations with my dad um and like then he can like put on his pastor's hat sometimes because like that's kind of what I want I'm like I'm asking do you have like like a spiritual authority in like the church or whatever um and like he's like all right son or like (laughs) um and then he like drops some like convicting questions and like actually take the hat back off um like do you guys feel like like there's been differences in like pastor dad or dad dad or or I guess like pastor's wife mom or mom or that kind of thing i guess like when they're disciplining me it's like you can definitely see the dad dad or the mom mom i don't know but like definitely like but at the same time when they are disciplining me like they always like speak like 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 the god speaks through them to me and so like i don't know it's like a balance of both but Mm. um yeah I can see that they're one and the same mm-hmm. most of the time. And like same like when I like now I'm like actually like getting into the word and like reading it and like I would ask my dad like questions and he would like put his like pastor hat on and then he would like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell me a lot about it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. It's like I I say for for a good majority of my life, if not all of it, like I've I've felt like they they're always like one and the same, like both my both my parents. I um I think like, like there's like 
I guess like instances of like I mean, like I mean like obviously like both of my parents they're not just like a pastor or just a pastor's wife right like, they have a lot of things going on like my mom's like a huge like, BTS fan like, she's, like, <laughs> oh. about that, so, like, she's like like one of, I guess one of her hats is like an army so like, she's really, like, <laughs> like, yeah. so like, I guess like I, that's something that I see and like I, I'm I'm, I don't say I'm indifferent. That's kind of a tangent. Anyways, <laughs> my, my, my dad, like he and I, like, we're both like huge Chargers fans. So like we talk about sports and like, things like that. And like mm-hmm. he doesn't like try to tie everything back into scripture as mm-hmm. far as like, like who the players are or whatever. Justin Herbert, actually. Anyways, um, I'd say like it's been really cool actually seeing like both of them like I guess grow in like in that through the years because like whenever my dad like first became a pastor like that was like that was kind of like a point of like i don't think it definitely not contention but like that was something that came up sometimes it was, it was like like the idea of like what comes first like ministry or like family or whatever it is and like there, there's like so many like instances not so many but like instances where like sometimes those things would collide and then it was like difficult um to like to like work together as a family and like for me like as like i guess like the son to like i guess like witness and sometimes it definitely never got bad or anything but like it was like they had to work through a lot of those things and like that was something that like i guess like god definitely grew in both of them a lot like understanding like you know like what we signed up for like as a family and everything as you know it's it's gonna look different than like what like a i guess like a non uh pastor's family would be right and in terms of like the time commitment and like where, how we spend our time and where we'd be at things like that um but over the years it's become um really really cool seeing them like uh really like step into their their roles as not just as pastors or pastor's wife and, and but also like as dad and mom and then letting all of those things like come together and I, I feel like now like or really like that I can remember recently like there really has been a time where been a time where my my dad is feel like one way in one place or one way or another and same with my mom like they're both very consistent people and I'm grateful for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I okay. I think like um no, like, yeah, like, the pastor, like, they are called, and they, they signed up for this, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the wife as well, like, signs up for it, and, like, I mean, like, one flesh marriage, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. or in the decision-making or of, yeah. of that. And I think it's interesting, because, like, the kids, they're born into that. Like, it's not, like, yeah. the yeah. it's like a, yeah. hey, you know, like, it's literally, like, I think I've said to my mom multiple times, like, I did not want, like, I did not right. ask for this. And, um, and that's, like, tough. Um, and... So I guess like my question is so for like 2007 you said you're probably around like seven or eight yeah, or six, six. Yeah. Um, like what would you tell your like seven or eight year old self like before he becomes a pastor's kid or I guess for like Grace and me like what would we tell our I don't know when are you when are you able to function like or like not function what do I say or like let's just say seven year old selves too like okay. when like what would you guys like tell your seven year old selves about like being a pastor's kid like or just like advice in that realm because like maybe like who knows I, I think something a reason why i do this podcast is like a cool like time capsule so maybe like in the future like i could be talking to like my future kids if they're pastors mm-hmm. kids, or other like fe- like i don't know maybe a pastor's kid would be listening to this sometime mm-hmm. in the yeah. future or something like what advice would you give um to your like seven-year-old self of, like how to handle things like what perspectives to have or like yeah. what things like you wish you could have done or like mm-hmm. wish you could have said or could have acted um in that That's great. I um, I think like, like, very very simply put, I think that the main thing I tell myself is that it's not about you. Like I think like, 
like I mentioned like the whole pride thing earlier on, but that was something that I spent like way too much, way too many years, like, like struggling with pride and like, and like, like always having this really high opinion of myself and not getting, and because of that, like, but really like, uh, not letting, and, and because of like that, the pride that I had, like it would get in the way of me being able to see like others and see like how like, God's heart for, for them and everything. So that was like more, I guess I got, and in terms of like my own walk, like that's kind of like, that was a huge factor that like it really impeded my growth for a long time. And even like within the context of like being a pastor's kid and everything, like even when we talk about like all these pressures that, that are being awesome, honest and everything, like at like the core of it, like it, it wasn't like, it, it wasn't, still wasn't like about us. It was about like, about like ministry and about, and about like what God like wanted to do through us and like the, pur- the purpose he had for us. And it wasn't like about like, like mm-hmm. little seven year old Caleb, you know what I mean? So like, I think that, that was like a hard lesson that I had to learn for a while and it's, I'm still learning. I think like, I was talking uh, to some, um, I was talking to Eric about this the other day, but just like the, something that I've been trying, like a recurring thing that I've been like relearning in ministry is that, that, that like ministry isn't about us, but also it's not like dependent on us. And like, I think as a pastor's kid, like I had all these expectations that I had of myself and people had of me, whether which were whatever it was, like I think I kind of put like there's all this pressure that like I guess like made me feel like responsible whenever I did have like close relationships with people who fell away from from Jesus, whatever it was, because I I have like tons of those and and I think I, I a lot of times I, I sometimes I, I I did feel guilty for for like. Maybe I didn't like minister to them right, or maybe I said the wrong things, and I didn't like lead them to Jesus as well as I could have. Or these are people who like, grew up in the church with me and knew me as from like little seven-year-old Caleb to like to where I am now. So like the reason I mentioned that is because I even like today, there are definitely times where like if I'm like trying to pour into someone or if I'm trying to 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 be used by God uh, in a relationship, um, sometimes like if things go negatively or if they get like a bad impression of me or whatever it is sometimes I put like that pressure on myself to think like man I did something wrong or man I like almost like God's disappointed in me but I know that those were both lies mm-hmm. and I think like if I had like really gotten that into my head earlier on knowing that you know answering this whole thing with Pat, being a pastor's kid if I knew if I and, and if I like I was able to like, act, practically practice like really live out the, the fact that things weren't about me and things weren't dependent on me then um, I think that would have like helped my growth like really early on and then saved me like a lot of years of heartache too. Yeah. Yeah. I think God doesn't need you is like yeah. very like a tough thing to like Ooh, yeah. Bro, that's, that's like a ah yeah. Mm. I feel that. Yeah. I think something I would tell my seven year old self. Not that my seven year old self would have enough brain cells to yeah. comprehend this. Right, right, right. <laughs> but um I would just remind her that it's also your parents' first time going through mm. life too. Mm. Um, it's their first time like balancing like the ministry life and also taking care of you. So like, like don't just like, I don't know, I guess like I was a really like selfish kid back then too. Like, and also like my pride was something that, that was really hard to get over. So like, I guess like just don't <laughs> really like focus on that. And like, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else I would say. Um, I also, the fattest lie that I like told myself since I was like a little kid, or actually I don't even know where I like learned this from, 
um, was like every time like you sin, like you have to do something in order to earn that forgiveness, mm. like not only from your parents but also from God. Yeah. So like, I would say like, just like don't burden yourself yeah. too much. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with like what you're gonna what you're saying about like the um, like parents first time. Mm-hmm. I was gonna be like saying to myself like, it's hard like it's harder for like our parents than it is for you bro like yeah, yeah. um it like really is um and like i i guess i don't think my seven-year-old stuff will be able to comprehend honoring your father and mother so, like <laughs> my concept of honoring my father and mother was probably a lot different back then right, but, right. Um, yeah. we're just like trying to like yeah um doing that and also like again like you're saying it's like not about you bro like you are not anywhere close to as good as you think you are you're like yeah. even where you're just like like yeah um, cause like pride, I think was so huge there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but no, yeah, it's definitely, um, an experience, but like keep your eyes on, on Jesus, I think. Yeah. Like, um, and yeah, and he'll like figure it out for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. You guys have anything else for the fine people about being pastors about anything like that? Honestly, like being, life as a pastor's kid, it's 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 so odd. <laughs> it's um it's something that like I'm personally really grateful for, and like you know like with all like the all the stereotypes that come along with it, and all like whatever, whatever like I guess like preconceived notions that, that there are. I think at the end of the day, like um, you, it's it's. You know, it's it's ministry, and it's like within like that context. It's just like all other things. It's like it's it's about Jesus and about His mission. So it's uh, it's a really it's a, it's an interesting niche of people who like you get to experience that and see it from like within like their parents and like be a part of that. Um, I mean, glad we were able to share some of that with, with you. Yeah, yeah. I think like I agree. Like um, as much as like the weirdness of pastors' kids, like I think growing up in the church in the place where like the culture of Christ was like prioritized and like made like a thing mm-hmm. is like invaluable. Like I like, oh, I, yeah. like, man, that's like, thank God for like placing me in a place where like God was like so close, or, like so like accessible. Yeah. Um, I remember one like retreat, I was talking to like the guest speaker was a guy from Uganda who like grew up in like a war zone and like, he met Christ as like a 20 something year old, like for the first time, it was like a missionary type thing like that came and he was like, like the, like the word Jesus was like, what the heck is that to him, right? Um, and like, I remember someone being like, oh, like who like grew up in the church kind of like me. Like she was like, oh, after you told my test, your testimony, I was like, oh, like I don't really have anything like that. I just kind of like grew up in the church, but like, I, like, I have nothing really special. And like, he was like, like the way I think about it is like, God preserved and chose you to like have easy access to him. Like that is mm-hmm. such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like what like amazing works he can do through you because of that. Um, and yeah, I think it really like is a blessing. And like, like, yeah, it's really like, I am, say word blessed, like, <laughs> yeah, blessed. but like, yeah. I love it. So, yeah. yeah. Anything else, Grace? Um, I think just same thing with you guys super grateful and like so blessed to even just like have access to god like that mm-hmm. since i was like a little kid um something that's not a privilege that anyone else really 
can have in this world. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's very interesting environment to like grow up in. But at the end of the day, it's like we're also all people mm-hmm. just going through life together. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Hey, wait, no, I have one more question. Ooh. I think it might be interesting. Um, can you guys tell? You have like past your kids, kid dar. Like, oh, can you like tell or like who past? Like, or, or, okay, because my sister thinks like she can tell decently well. Or like I've had other people be like, I feel like I can tell who's past your kids or not. Do you guys feel like you were like are able to like discern that or not? Maybe I got that vibe from you, but Caleb, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. I uh I think there might be like a like a glimpse of truth in them, but I I mean like I'm not the kind of person who's good at good at mm. that at all. Like when you mentioned Josh Moore, I had no idea. Oh really? No yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean like <laughs> no. I, I I guess I, I mean <laughs> particularly within challenge, I also think it might be difficult. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean maybe in general, but uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. I if there is such a thing that I'm not gonna. <laughs> I need to take a look at their parents first. Okay, I, yeah. I get more of that feeling from the parents. That'll than... do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely remember when like you were like, I'm a pastor kid. I was like, hey, what? We're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, not in like, or, I was just like, I'm surprised. And then you're like, from Alabama. I was like, hey, what? <laughs> like, dang. Um, but like, yeah. Um, yeah that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Grace, Caleb, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. I, It was a blast. It was nice. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully, some people can take some like insights and stuff from this. But yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and until next time, bye. 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 <laughs>